All right, yeah, we're good now. Sorry. Yeah, no problem. Um, thank you for, for taking the time. I appreciate it. Um, before we start, I wanted to have to record the interview, not to publish the audio, but just for my notes. Cool, likewise. That yeah. way you can make sure everything is, is accurate in the VM. Cool, Sorry. yeah, I'll do the same probably. Okay, good. Um, yeah, I'd start off by asking um, about your about your background, um, including in, in the St. Louis area and, and how um, how you decided to, to run for office. Okay, yeah. Um, in the St. Louis area, I live there. Um, I go to college there. I um, that's that's pretty much it. I'm part of the community, like everybody else. And when did you decide to run for office? Uh, when I saw everything just start to get ridiculous, I mean, I'm sure you like we could you seem like a Democrat, but it seems like we can both relate that um, the uh, politician situation is quite ridiculous. What do you um yeah what do you, what do you mean by that? Was there anything in particular um, that kind of motivated you? I mean, I think politician has basically come to a term to being like liar, thief, panhandler, to where like it's basically become a disgusting term just in pop culture to where we can all kind of see that um that they're not doing their job correctly and. Uh, I just wanted to come in there and be honest and, uh, like, serve my country, serve my district, serve my people, serve God, you know, just, like, just fix what uh, the undoing of, like, seemingly morons are, like, like it seems like morons are, are running this country right now. And it disgusts me. And why did you decide to run for the first district in particular? Oh, uh, it's, it looks like a third world country, man. No one's done anything, uh... The incumbent that was in place was just like in a bunch of financial clubs and basically didn't like was represented the brokest district in my state. And it just kind of disgusted me. I mean, uh, the houses are falling over. The roads are ridiculous. The school systems are like like a joke. And I'm just it just disgusts me, basically, like completely, to be honest with you. No industry in North City, no grocery stores. You know I mean? Do you um do you live in North City or in North County or I live in South, South City. City. I live in uh Central mm-hmm. City basically. I re so I lived in Shaw for, that- for about five years now. I live in Central Stone. And did you have um any uh, prior political experience or what's your I guess your No, first about? time first time one primary twenty eight bucks and haven't spent any money on this, taking no donations and killing it pretty much. Like it's pretty easy so far. Yeah, um, you know, it, and so you, you're registered as a Republican candidate. The first district, you know, overwhelmingly has been Democratic. I mean, it's been under the, you know, under the clays for 50 years. Um, you know, it's a majority black, majority Democratic district. I mean, most political analysts would say that a Republican wouldn't have really any chance of, of winning. Um, why, why did you decide to, to run? I mean, I guess, would you call yourself a Republican first? Yes. What I call myself, I, yeah, I hold strongly with Republican values. I don't believe in a two-party system, to be honest with you. And I think that um, I think that we need more than two parties. But in order to win, you need to take a strong party. So I picked the Republican side because it was the weakest party and it was easier to win. And I mean, you picked Republican, and uh, 
again, an overwhelmingly Democratic district. I mean, that's what I think the data. I think the data. I mean, I think if you look at the data, you're damn right, and that's what everybody's looking at. But I think if you look at reality, it's just getting more votes. And I think that basically, I have a lot of things going for myself. I'm unconventional. I'm a uh, uh, Cory Bush split the crowd uh, to where basically she's an extreme liberal. To where like co- common liberals just think she sounds insane. So I've been getting a lot of Democrats, Libertarians, and Republicans backing me. So it's not just like a traditional campaign because I'm not a traditional Republican. But I would agree that your data aims that way for sure. Like, even if I look at it, it's not, it's very obvious that in the past it has voted very Democrat. Uh, the Republican hasn't had this seat since 1949, to be honest with you. And I'm going to be the first since then. Um, had you been involved with the uh, Republican parties, either in the county level or state level before? Uh, yes, very briefly on both. Um, they see my, uh, yeah, no, I, I don't know them that well, but I have uh, speaking at their events and I have, uh, or spoken rather. And then I have uh, met some of them that are very good backers and, and just like smart people and just like want to support me in any way, telling their friends to vote for me type things. But uh, so I could say the same for libertarians and Democrats at this point. Like I have more Democrat officials calling me right now than uh, than anybody because it is a Democratic district. So I, um, all the elected officials are backing me, it seems like, and then a lot of the people as well. Uh, which um, elected officials? I'd like to not name on the record, but I would say that a lot of them, <laughs> like from aldermen to bigger, and uh, yeah, a lot of the elected officials are backing me that are Democrat. Yeah, what, what, I guess, what, how would you um, describe your political platform and what would be your priorities in office? I think I saved a lot of time not just barking orders and like taking whoever gives me money's ideas. I'm basically just asking people what they want. So, I mean, more or less, like I'm like one seven hundredth like uh, of like my district and your district, I'm assuming if you're in St. Louis. Um, so basically my opinion doesn't matter in my platform. Um, the people's opinion matters. So I've been asking them and polling and just doing a lot of things like that to speak for the people for once. And I guess what are you, what have you learned as far as, you know, what actions you would take if you give you like a top three bus, give you give like a top three of the concerns so far. Is that what you want or something like that? Sure, yeah. Okay, yeah, like I'd say probably decriminalization of marijuana is huge. A lot of their family members are locked up in jail for marijuana. I think that's a huge one. Healthcare is probably tied, if not bigger, than marijuana to people. It depends on who you ask. <laughs> the, the issue, uh, healthcare is a huge concern to people. And then, like, the, then it comes down to like the basic where our, our, I'd say tax dollar accountability would sum up the, the, a lot of the other concerns. If I, because there's a lot of loose concerns that probably fall under that. Like, the, people don't believe their tax dollars are going to roads and schools and, and benefiting them in any way, and they're probably right. And that's what I want to figure out and fix as well. Those are, those are, that's crowdsourced like stuff though, more or less what I would be interested in backing, like the most popular ideas that seem to make sense and don't violate other people's ideology more or less. And you said again, that's um, tax accountability? Yeah, I'd say tax accountability is probably another huge one. If I was to sum it up. And how do you see the, um. I mean, you know, a lot of officials are talking about COVID-19, you know, and what the appropriate response is to it. How do you see that? How do you see the COVID-19 issue? I think it's something we have no idea what's going on. And anybody that says they do just sounds like a a loose, like, idiot or liar. Um, I'd like to, like, I mean, I'd like to see way more research into things before we start pumping out vaccines that were made in six months and other things like that. I mean, if you like, it's an an FDA nightmare, you know what I mean? It's like a... It just sounds like that to me. I think it's been, hand- I think right ruining the economy has not been the best solution um, either. So I think like uh, basically it's a huge concern. We want people to stay healthy and stuff, but also like what, like you have to 
like run the world still. You know, I mean, you can't just like it's been a they dropped the ball really hard. <laughs> I I would I would say at least. I think you know, in, 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 on social media, kind of compared people wearing masks to you know to people being slaves, or you know, call people who are wearing masks as slaves. What did what did you mean by that comment? Could you repeat that? I, I was chopping out a bunch. All I heard was slaves and masks. Like, I have no idea what you asked me. Oh, can you repeat that? Yeah, I'm sorry. You, you said um, in a social media post, you were, you were saying that um, you kind of compared mask wearing to um, slavery. You said um, the best part about not being a fucking slave is that you can eat in restaurants without pretending a dirty piece of fabric over your face can make you death food. So what do you mean by that? You don't understand the context of that? Well, I'm, I mean, I'm asking you since it's, it's your comment. To, well, no, I'm just asking you you seem like you don't understand it. <laughs> like, what does it mean to you, I guess, like, first? I mean, it sounds like you're uh, disapproving of the idea of wearing masks, but that's why I'm I'm asking you. Fair. To, no, fair. To that's clarify. that's accurate. Yeah, I think wearing a mask does not stop a virus, <laughs> like blatantly. And, I mean, how do you feel about using the word slave and, and making that comparison? That could be somewhat of a, of a sensitive issue for people. In which way? Like, um, the Asian slave trade that's currently going on and manufacturing all of our goods? Is, like, you think, like, uh, Chinese people are offended by me using the word slaves or current-day slaves? Or, like, is this, like, the transatlantic slave trade, which uh, it seems like that's what you're referring to blanketly? Or is it, uh, which slave trade? <laughs> which slave trade uh, does it offend people on, more or less? In your opinion, um, like how well, I, I would be asking, I guess, yeah, I, I'm, I guess I'm specifically referring to the, you know, the slave trade in the in the United States and history of of black people, considering that the district is, is majority black. I think you've seen race make that racist, honestly. <laughs> like to be honest with you, I think the word slave comes from Slavic, which means they were the first slaves, and here we are now with the Asian slave trade still happening in Northern Africa, still happening. I think if you saw race in that, you're racist, probably. You're projecting it onto me or whoever said this to you, basically. And um, how do you feel about, you know, the issue of um, policing and and um, any kind of racial disparities therein? I think I'm talking about, you know, police killings of, of black people and then protests that ensue from it. I basically think that no one should murder people. <laughs> and then I also think that destroying your town is not an accurate, like, uh, uh, like thing to do either. It's not an accurate response. I think crayon color arguments are ruining my entire country because people are so petty they cannot get over crayon colors. They're arguing like, oh, I'm black, oh, I'm white, oh, I'm black, oh, I'm white. Like, just like, just children, like, like, complete idiots, basically. And it's insulting to my intelligence that that's even like an issue. It's like, okay, you're black, you're white, cool. That's how you perceive yourself. That's your experience. Great. Now let's just get along and work towards common goals and act like adults. You know what I mean? But like, it's a, it's a, I think the media is pushing this basically. I mean, for you to be a member of a, I mean, I guess the newspaper is still media. For you to be a, be a member of that, I think that like, I'm mean, asking these questions, you're feeding into it basically. And you're feeding into the, the uh, race divide, which is one of the huge divides of people. I think political is a huge divide. I think like, there's many others, but I'm just saying, like, you're feeding into the divide, basically, by asking me that and phrasing it like that, in my opinion. But I also think people that kill people should be accountable no matter what their job is. If a dentist shoots somebody, there's, that's, that's no different than a cop shooting somebody. They should go to jail for murder if it wasn't self-defense. And it's legally – they have a legal case and proof and evidence. Um, how do you see yourself as different from 
from Cori Bush, the, the Democratic nominee, who's, I, th- I guess, data would, would say is poised to take over for Cori. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll probably beat her pretty good in November. And then also, like, I think I'm a lot better because I'm honest. I don't – and I also didn't, don't take money from people. She's taken, like – she's reported at least half a million dollars, but she's taken a lot more than that. And also, she pays herself out of her donating contributions, and she just seems like kind of a con artist and a fraud to me personally. And I think that, like, I'm honest, and that's the difference. <laughs> and I also don't take money from anybody, organizations, people, anything like that. I've just literally taken zero dollars. So it's not a money game to me. It's not something where I can just get rich and feel special like I think she's doing. I think she's trying to uh, feel important rather than actually serve her community to answer your question. Well, a big part of her campaign is saying that she identifies with people generally in the district to being a majority black district. Um, That's what I mean. She's a liar. Basically. Lower income. That's what I mean. She's a liar. Basically she's uh, taking money from, because she's not doing that. <laughs> like what is a liar? Somebody that tells like untrue things. That's what she, she doesn't represent anybody but herself in her pocketbooks. She's a complete liar. She also claims to be a nurse, doesn't have a nursing license, claims to be a preacher, doesn't have a church, claims to be a good mother, kids live with their dad. Like, it goes on and on if you want to keep going, but she just lies about everything, basically. And and it, on the surface, sounds like a great person. Like, if she was the person she's describing, I'd probably vote for her, to be honest with you, but she's just not. Well, um, what about your background, you know, connects you to people in the district? What am I background? I live there. Like, so they're my... I would live in the same town. I don't have. Sure, but, um, I guess what I mean, what what's been your involvement in in community as far as the you know? I mean, we know we know a lot about Bush's background as far as you know what she. I mean, what she says she does, what you know, involvement in protests, etc. Um, you, you said you're a, a comedian, professional comedian. Is I mean, are there other my job background? Okay, yeah. My job, yeah. Okay, so I um. I am a movie on Netflix called Rampage Present Down. I am uh, have a movie coming out called Psycho Ape on Amazon soon. Um, I am a touring comedian. A bunch of like things that were awesome before the world started sucking, <laughs> basically. Yeah, I think um, you know the Riverfront Times had written something about you um, a few years back, in which they had said that um, you were were barred from, from performing at some venues uh, because of statements that you've made. I'm not familiar with Riverfront Times. What do you say to response? I'm not familiar with Riverfront Times. Is that that publication that's going bankrupt right now? That's going out of business, basically? Is that the one you're referring to? Um, I, I don't know about them going bankrupt. I think their owner has filed for bankruptcy personally. But, so, okay. So, yeah. So, it's them. They're that bankrupt publication. Yeah, I don't have no idea what they publish, man. <laughs> I don't read that stuff, and apparently no one else does either because that's why they're broke. I don't know. Um, I mean, have you been barred from from any venues from? I think from I, I, there's venues? not even a scene right. Now. I have no idea because like this is like there's not even venues open right now. <laughs> so that's like an insane question to me, basically. So yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know what anyone publishes, or I don't see anybody doing shows right now. So I don't really mm-hmm. like. Do you, uh, do you guys see people playing shows? Am I am I not? I don't know. Am I not seeing things clearly? I'm sorry. I mean, are there shows going on right now? That's uh, not, not that I know of, but I'm also that's asking right. historically, that's I mean, before the COVID-19 pandemic, if you've been barred from performing Like, ever? Yeah, probably, yeah. I mean, yeah, like, from, like, shows, probably. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Okay, I think even now, I'm like, what the fuck? Um, yeah, no, um, that makes more sense. Yeah, at times, people would just, like, uh, write nasty things, like you're probably going to, 
about me. And then basically just, yeah, people think that they can hold you back financially or something and they could feel better about themselves and one and make up for the fact that they're not important themselves. You know, I feel like that's basically what it is. Projection. There's a writer calling me a flawed writer when her, her, her publications going out of business. I wrote for bigger publications. She got a ride for her. If that's what you're referring to that Riverfront times article that used a fake screenshot to get me out of a vest endorsement. Cause they're that petty. You know what I mean? So you probably read that and like, they'll tell you about that. Um, you know, this was mentioned in that article, and it's also, um, you know, going back to the issue of race um, in the district. Um, you know, it mentioned a, a 2014 um, blog post that you've written for Thought Catalog, where you said that uh, Mike, you wrote that Mike Brown was doing hood rat shit when he was killed, and that afterward protests in the, in the area, you... and, and not just protests, but I mean, there was you know, property damage and, and stuff that made uh, Ferguson look like a rap video. Um, and I'm, I'm quoting from, from that blog post. Yeah, if you can uh, read the rest of the article, and, uh, at the bottom of the article, it says, I think race, religion, even down to sports teams, split the oneness of God. And I think all oh, this is petty, crayon-color argument. You're just trying to bait and get the best thing you can out of it, basically. You're like, look, he's racist. Ooh. Like, you mean, it's just like a witch hunt bullshit thing with no ground to stand on, in my opinion. And I see what you're doing, but it's just boring. It worked in 2008, but it's 2020, man. And, like, nobody cares about crayon colors. You know what I mean? We're all just human beings trying to live a human being experience no matter how much you hate me as an individual or how much you think I'm whatever you think I am or whoever told you to tell me this. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's how I'd answer that. Well, I mean, you know, I, I mean, this is an issue that, I mean, that Clay himself addressed as a, as a politician after Ferguson, you know, coming in with uh, legislative attempts to, you know, to reform or, or change, uh, you know, how policing works. The district, um, you don't think arresting a person of murder would have solved that? I think I, I think that's a big flaw and a, a way to pass a bunch of bullshit. When the simple answer is to arrest the murderer. <laughs> there you go. Arrest the guy that killed somebody. There we go. Wow, it's groundbreaking, right? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, that, that solves the problem. You know what I mean? All these made-up yeah. rules and dumb things don't fucking do anything. They just make it, like emotional people feel better about themselves. And you arrest people that kill people. You, you make them punishable because that's, I mean, they're going to be punished the next life and punished from this life too if that's the law. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. What do you, um, I mean, what did you mean by saying that Mike Brown was doing hood rat shit? I think uh, it's a joke article and it was satire and idiots like, like uh, I guess you think it was a real article <laughs> and I was writing something truthful. I wrote that in three minutes on, uh, th- like uh, in the fucking AM hours, drunk as fuck, and it blew up and everybody thought it was a real news article and they wanted to hate me because I wasn't in their uh, Ivy League bullshit college or I wasn't a part of their bullshit and I was bar- blacklisted from writing for four months. That's when you hear because of that article. Or for, in the first four months of writing, I was blacklisted because people read what I write actually, unlike the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. So when I wrote, 50 million people read that article and then they made up all these dumb things trying to call me like you racist like just projecting dumb insults when people call me racist are probably racist themselves that's why they see race and everything is basically what i'm saying and that's my statement on that well i'm connected to that and i I know we we talked about it in in the text but um you know you've interviewed the Local president, the president of the local chapter of the Proud Boys, uh, appeared with him in a video, um, retweeted him uh, fairly frequently. What is your view on on the Proud Boys, the Southern Poverty Law Center, and the Anti Defamation League classify them as a, as a hate group? They were mentioned in the second presidential debate um, when the moderator asked President Trump to denounce white supremacists. Uh, Joe Biden, the Democratic nominee, um, called out the Proud Boys specifically by name. Um, what is your view on on the Proud Boys? 
I don't know really. I've interviewed him. If you want to listen to the interviews on the Anthony Rogers show, so you can listen to him and like literally hear what they say. I don't know. Now we can get the source. I'm just some guy. I'm just some guy. So if you want to hear what they say on my show, you can. And I'm about to interview the leader, the chairman of that group actually too. If you want a national point of view of it, I'm about to interview Enrique from that uh, that group. Basically, he's their chairman. So that'll be up soon too. Well, I know the the group, you know, denies um, denies its classification as a as a hate group by you know by organizations like the SLP and the and the ADL. But what do you say to you know constituents in the district who see that you've you know talked with them, made appearances with them, and are concerned that that means you share uh, their views? I think it's a shortcut to thinking, and people are just looking for reasons to hate people, and I think this is one of them, basically. Um, I think I've given no reason to endorse anybody that's on any interview I've had other than certain candidates where I basically go, I do endorse this candidate like Tim Gardens. I, I, I did do that for him. Um, but uh, yeah, outside of that, I think it's just a shortcut to thinking and people are going to think whatever they want and it doesn't define who an individual is. Like I could, I could think you're anything and you're still you, man. <laughs> and I, and you can think I'm anything and I'm still me. It doesn't really change reality. It's just how people view the world and their experience and how they describe it. Well, I mean, the, the problem is it said that, you know, that, Unequivocally, Western civilization is, or, or quote unquote Western civilization, I guess is, as they define it, is better than you know other civilizations, and they claim that there's a hierarchy to, to do you culture not, and that do you not think Ameri- white culture is the best. Do you not think American culture is the best, regardless of crank color? I'm not getting into the race, like crank color debate with you, but like, do you do you, what do you think about America? Do you think it's not the best country in the world? Is that what you're saying? Uh, I mean, this isn't about my opinions i'm just reporting on what oh, i was just you know, no i was just asking you i was just asking like, you do you not think america's the best country in the world hello again i mean i'm not i'm not expressing my opinions i'm, I'm just asking you no i was just wondering you're that, that, yeah. i was wondering if you thought america what do you think of america like if that's like a weird like that's a really weird question you think somebody who loves america is racist is that what you just said <laughs> like that's like insane I think that um, any organization is loose and like blame kind of like I, and, but I think they're misrepresented people. If you want my actual opinion, I think they're misrepresented people. Same as Antifa, they're both just like throw just like first wave kind of people that just want to hit each other and because they're so they can't express themselves with words. Antifa and Proud Boys both really. Um, I think the people in the local chapter. I mean, I think they have robbed of their businesses and stuff for their beliefs from a culture that pretends they're accepting. You know, so I mean, I think that loving America isn't wrong, but I do think racism is stupid. Basically. So, I mean, I think if people are racist, they're stupid. And I think if you love America, you're awesome, basically. But I, that's my view. And that really doesn't have much to do with any, like, first wave organization of loosely organized people. You know what I mean? I'd say the problem is like a frat, basically, if you want my honest opinion. You know, you've character. I mean, you talked. You've characterized Bush as a, you know, as a as a communist. Um, Did I? She doesn't. She hasn't expressively, explicitly said that she's a as a communist. Where do you have evidence? This I don't remember uh, saying this. That's what I'm asking. I'm not. I'm not saying I didn't. I'm just like, where did I say this? Um. See. I mean, you've. I think uh, a lot of people say that. I don't think I've said that, but I mean. Like, I think a lot of people say that for sure. But yeah, no, I don't think I said that publicly, sir. 
espouses the, the values of, of communism. I've never met her. I have no idea. What she, I have no idea. I've never met her, man. I've never, she won't do a debate with me, so I can't. I can't get that answer out of you. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, well, I think those were all the questions I had at this point, unless there's something I missed or something I wanted to add. Well, I did also want to ask, um, the, I talked to the St. Louis County uh, Republican Party, and they said that they uh, voted to support Martin Baker as a write-in candidate, and he's running the district before. Um, how would you say you're different from, from Baker? Well, I think I'm going to win and he's going to take seven votes. <laughs> I think that's the main difference. Um, I think I'm going to be the, your next congressman and he's going to get seven votes from people because it's really like no one's in that organization. So. I mean, how do you, um, I mean, why would, why do you think that the county Republicans would vote to support him as a write-in candidate? Because he just wants attention. He wants attention based he basically just wants attention. Like he's just like a, if you, if you ignore him, he goes away pretty much. He's just like a delusional person. Basically that's actually what the primaries for like, uh, whenever you want to run for your uh, Congress, you run in a primary and then you go against other candidates and I won that. So then now I'm going to like go on to the next thing and win that too. And like I said, he's just some delusional person that just like wants attention. Like I hope his parents finally pay attention to him or whatever he's seeking, whatever representation of that he is seeking. I hope he finds peace and happiness and, whatever goals he's trying to accomplish, I hope they happen. I don't know. But he has no chance in this race, is what I'm saying. Um, you know, I know, uh, I think last week or, or some time ago, Cory Bush had tweeted something about, um, quote-unquote, uh, defunding uh, the Pentagon, um, which caused quite a stir on social media. Um, you know, you, you criticized her for it. Um, why did you criticize her? And, and I guess what... What about that uh, statement? Um, do you think is wrong? Uh, like I said on Fox, um, basically, uh, it's Fox Channel Four. Basically, said the same thing. Basically, it's just insane. Defunding any industry right now is insane. The Department of Defense, like just taking taking all the money from an organization, is insane. And basically, just handed me the election pretty much because like uh, most Democrats just like loose, like they were already doubting her. Basically, just like okay, now I'm voting for Anthony because this lady's crazy. Like I mean, so it's basically representation of the entire community. Um, Boeing's a lot of jobs. People freak out basically, and they just don't take her seriously now, pretty much. Is what, from my understanding. And I understand that that tweet was, uh, you know, espoused a, a policy position that, you know, that is That she can't even do. That she can't even really do, which is funny also. But go ahead, sorry, sir, what? Oh, no problem. Um, yeah, I understand that that policy position is, is controversial and that phrase is also controversial. Um, I mean, do you, you know, how would you feel, I mean, do you not see kind of, uh, interviews with um you know a group like the proud boys or tweets you know using the word slave to to refer to people who are wearing masks as being controversial i think that's just your way of seeing it because you're a democrat and you're going to try and find ways to make me look like the boogeyman because you know i mean you got your own things you can't deal with personally so you come at a person like me it's a strong individual and you try to throw dirt on me or something you know i think that's how it is basically I think you can take any interview and it's like, you remember when you interview a porn star? Are you a porn star? That's like how elementary your argument sounds, basically. And like, a thinking individual can see through it. And you know what I mean? Like, the people that already hate like anything I'm doing or confident individuals are going to get onto it. And the people that already love what I'm doing are going to get on it. And most people aren't going to give a fuck about this at all. <laughs> like, you mean, like, basically, this entire, like, you know what I mean? Thing. 
Well, um, last week, I just wanted to confirm how old you are, which is something we ask of all the all the candidates. Uh, 300 years old. 300? Yes, sir. Sounding, sounding pretty sprite for a 300-year-old. <laughs> yeah, doing great. Uh, well, I think those were all the questions I had, Anthony, unless there's something I missed or something you wanted to add. Oh um, no, that was cool. And uh, yeah, thank you for letting me clear this because I, I, like, I, I appreciate a lot of that. Cause, like, I, it pissed me off when you were saying a lot of that stuff earlier. I'm just like, that's insane. <laughs> I need to address this, otherwise people are just gonna keep crying. So thank you for um, letting me record this as well. And uh, I hope that you have a good day and stuff. Yeah, thank you, you as well. Um, I, I do also want to ask um, uh, because I, I know this is controversial to some some groups, but, um, you know, you've, you've used the word, uh, retard, uh, you know, publicly on, on social media. Um, how could, do you view? Could you not say that, that word? word could you not say that word? It really offends me. Like it really offends me when people say that. If you couldn't say that, please. I mean, that's what people have. I mean, I, you I mean, said it too. I don't, I don't know. We're in the same, have. we're in the same club now, bro. <laughs> we both said it. Ooh. Like, what do you think about it now? I guess. Since you're now in the same club, <laughs> I mean, I'm not using it to. You literally just said it, bro. Anymore. You literally just said it. So, I mean, I don't know. What do you think about it? What do you personally think about it? Ask yourself the question. <laughs> Does that the word define Again, you now? Are you yeah. a person? Are you Again, a person I'm... that like is insensitive now because you now said the word? You know what I mean? Or do you now understand context? Is that a better example of context for you now? That's my answer. I'm sorry. So you're position is that the, it's fine to use the word as a, no my position is that you just said it and that, and that i wish you wouldn't say that and uh <laughs> that's my position on it okay well um yeah i think those are all the, the questions i had anthony but um okay. but thank you for taking the time if there's anything else please feel free to, to reach out no doubt hope you have a great day god bless you brother thanks you too take care